One of the most common questions that comes up, at least around this time of year, is how many databases uh, you should subscribe to because they're, you know, the, a lot of them are not free um, and or they take a lot of time to complete their profiles. And, you know, some people are also cognizant of things like putting the same references in all of them because you don't want reference burnout. And uh, there, there's just a general, you know, kind of healthy discussion around it. My answer is always to sign up for all of them. And here, here's the reason. The cost of changing your life is usually pretty high. So investing a few hundred dollars in databases is, is trivial. I, let's, let's break down though, this whole concept of how much money you should spend uh, for recruitment. I, I think it's a good idea. Um, okay, so first, let's consider the fact that you're either going to a job fair or you're not. So if you are going to a job fair, Let's just assume, you know, a travel cost and uh, new clothing. Like, you know, I think it maybe, you know, maybe have everything that you need, but some people need to top up their wardrobe a little bit. So let's, let's add a little bit. I'm just going to put $300 in for clothing, accessories, miscellaneous expenses, anything that you might need. Um, and then, you know, you're going to hand out resumes, maybe business cards. You might want to get those printed so they're nice. Um, there's a lot of things you, you can do to give yourself a good first impression. We'll just add another $100 for that. Okay, so that's that's like, you know, around $3,000 for a person to go to a job fair. And that, that can be a low number. It really depends on how far you're flying, uh, what kind of hotel you're going to stay at, etc. Um, I base that number though on people that I know and I've known for a long time who've gone to multiple job fairs. They told me they routinely spend anywhere from $2,500 to $4,000 on job fairs. So I, you know, I just have to trust that. I've never actually traveled around internationally to do a job fair and I can do another video on that another time. Um, they just, I, job fairs would not work well for me it, they just wouldn't. I, we're all different. Okay, so there's that. So now let's look at the cost. So let's say like uh, something like Schroll, I think it's like $75. Search all in is probably three to $400. I'll just call it three, 350. And let's throw in like a tie online and say it's like $50. Okay, so that's 475. All right, so I'm at $3,375. All right. Now, is that a lot of money? It seems like a lot of money, but it's not really. Because first off, this isn't a check that you write. This is These are costs that are spread out. So let's say that you're starting to think about looking for a job. Then maybe in June or July, you want to do the low-hanging fruit maybe. So you could do Shroll and you could do something like Thai and get those set up. And then in the summer, when you have more time, you build the massive search profile, and then you can top up these two profiles with more information as you build search, which is pretty common. I mean, this isn't a heavy recruiting season. You can even keep your uh, recruitment portfolio basically offline, but you can get the licensing done just to spread your money out. This is really just about spreading the cost out so that you're not looking at this as one big fee. Next, if you sign up for search or Shroll or whoever, and you're gonna do a job fair, you wanna buy that ticket 
especially if it's just one job fair, you want to buy that ticket early, uh, around 50 days out and get that paid for. And then the clothing and the accessories you buy towards the beginning of the, like the beginning of the job fair. So you're, you're spending this early, you're spending this next, and then you're spending this. So you're spreading the cost out over multiple paychecks, multiple revenue sources, whatever. You're not really going to see this cost. It's, it's very small. If you spread it out, it's only big. If you look at it as a one-time fee, um, I, you know, I, I could even make the argument that you can afford all three of these by just, you know, having a month where you don't go out, don't go to brunch and, uh, just don't really socialize, just stay home for a month. Then you've covered all those costs. So that's an argument that can be made and, uh, it's worth it. I mean, the data that you get from these places is all different and I've looked at all of them and the data, um, the job people are like, oh, but it's the same jobs. First off, it seems like the same jobs, but a lot of schools put different jobs on different websites. So they might have like 10 jobs available on search and five of those will be exactly the same as Schroll. But then another five will be slightly different. Then there are retained searches for people who might want to be middle school principals principals, heads of school, deputy heads of school, director of technology, coordinators, retained searches, um, people are paid to try to find candidates and you don't really even need an account to apply for those. So those are spread across multiple companies to try to fill those <clears throat> high priority slots as quickly as possible. So I would say that being signed up, being on notifications for multiple um, databases is good and looking at it as a cost over time it, it's really really small and it's minuscule now let's consider the fact that the change you're looking to make if it's not within the same country it is huge you know this is a very small investment for a big life change if you you know if you relocate back to if you're a US citizen you've been abroad for like over 10 years like I was and you relocate back your start your startup cost is huge okay you need vehicles insurance you need all kinds of stuff that have nothing to do with your job and when you make the decision to relocate back to the United States as an American you've you're doing that for a reason and you need to invest in that if you're not willing to invest in it then you shouldn't do it you should just stay abroad it just doesn't make any sense. If you move back to the US and let's say your family's in Indiana and you want to work in Indiana, or maybe you want to be like close to Indianapolis and then you're mad because you have to spend, you know, 15 or $20,000 on a vehicle or finance a vehicle. Well, that, that was a given that it should have been part of the calculation. So generally working abroad, you, you really have the opportunity to have a good travel experience, more than $2,500 worth of travel experience. So you could go to the job fair a day or two early. You could stay at the hotel. So you're right there. You could socialize with people for a day or two before the job fair starts. Your chances now of getting a job have increased. This, this has gone up from probably 2,500 to, you know, 3,500. So an extra thousand dollars, but all of these costs were paid before the job fair and you've probably already paid them off on your credit card or maybe you pay cash for them. So yeah, you're investing a little extra money, but you're also getting something that you want that's going to pay you um, more money, give you more benefits, and you're gonna recover this cost 
almost immediately. So that's all, all I really have to say. I, I think it's a good idea to, to look at it that way, look at it as a cost over time and uh, to invest in, invest in data, invest in resources, invest in connections, invest in all of this stuff, do your research, do as much research as possible. <clears throat> and then of course you can subscribe to my newsletter and get all the free stuff that I find. Consider donating and thanks for listening.